Starting today. Today. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. And <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Nosferafi. (laughs) (laughs) That did not disappoint. That was amazing. (laughs) I don't know what Nosferatu sounds like, but I mean, Nosferafi sounds like, but apparently it's that. That's exactly what it would sound like. Well, if you picture Dracula in a silent era, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Oh, silent era? Silent era. I'll just shut up. Then. Well, the original Nosferatu was. Whatever. It was also German, so I don't know what they would talk like. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how are you, Lil Rafi? Yeah. Where are we? What are we doing? What do you see? What What, what are our surroundings? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was trying to do a silent era thing where I would mo- do hand motions. <laughs> That's so good for uh, audio. Doesn't I like come that. across. Yeah. Uh, if only we were video recording these, you know, people, you know people what are sucks? clamoring for At video some, podcasts. Someday, I don't know when, but this, you can't, I know you didn't plan on living in California forever. Someday you'll probably move in the distant future and we'll wish that we had video recording. Oh, All these times some. that you poo-pooed me for doing it, saying I, not everything has to be content. Actually, somewhat recently, I watched our lost test from your house where we were waiting for Megan to show up uh-huh. for our thing. On my front porch? Yeah. Okay. And I was watching it and I was like, you know what? If we ever have a week where we can't do one, maybe I'll just put this out. Uh, it's not good, <laughs> but it's something. <laughs> I got my hopes up for half a second <laughs> and then not good came out of your mouth. I mean, it's not bad, but it ain't good. Just It's like every other show. They're all great. I, they're so, <laughs> it makes me feel bad when you're like, this sucked, but I'm like, it's just our show, but visual. So what's <laughs> so, exactly. so what That's are you what, saying? There's no, there's nothing dynamic about it, Lisa. <gasps> no one's cartwheeling through the the scene. So you're saying I need to do more high kicks and more uh, spread eagles? Yeah. Okay. I message received. That's how we get the the views. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's how we get the thumbs down. Okay, so we are at Ruby's Diner in downtown Orange. Don't tell them. We why they're not going to be. We're going to be swarmed by oh, okay. fans. <laughs> this ain't live, bro. Oh, okay. Uh, it's next to the train station where I picked up James Lee Ray Wilson at. Uh, shout out to you. And uh, we just had brunch. It was still fine. It was okay. Yeah, it was food, but it's a nice day out. It's a uh, nice to be sitting next to the train tracks amongst uh, some old town folk. <laughs> I don't know what uh, I'm saying. 
Yeah. Okay, nose for Rafi. Uh, this week we will talk about the Monday show. Greg Heller is back. And the Thursday show, Wendy Molino's Affair, Dave Huntsberger's Shit, Gorilla, and Two Kisses for Daddy. <laughs> Does that say cursive? Yeah, it's called a band. Cursive. A band? The band's name is Cursive. Oh. I always put band Don't suggestions band. over here. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Too bad you got me two, day, two those days are, late. Those are the ones where I always text you, what what bands did they talk about? And then I'm like, yeah, those suck. I'm picking rap music. <laughs> <laughs> those suck. I'm going to pick something worse. <laughs> yeah. Those, oh, by the way, mm. um, well, I'm going to let you do your thing first. No, I'll get to, I'll get to call outs or shout outs oh, or whatever. Oh, 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 did we get there? Okay. Anyway, I asked you how you're doing. Are you doing well? Oh. I mean, it's um, Halloween weekend. Are you I'm, dressing up this weekend? You know, I'm not doing great. Besides by the curm- curmudgeon outfit that you're wearing but today? But I'm doing okay because, Lisa, I haven't seen you in weeks. I agree. And, it, you know, I I always take for granted that we do these in person because when I don't see you for a week or two, I'm like, what the fuck? It's weird. She wants to do a remote one now? How dare she? <sighs> Whenever I suggest that, it's always for you because I'm like, uh. He probably Please. doesn't want to have to drive out, and like I'm a lot to take sometimes. Me and especially because you've been hanging out with me and my friends a little bit more often, and it's like it's a lot. I feel like. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a lot, but uh, <laughs> I knew what I was signing up for. Well, I didn't know if you knew that. That's that's the point. Sometimes it only takes me a week to get over it, so I figure an outsider might take a couple. <laughs> anyway, it feels good to be together. We have to hold on to these precious moments. Okay. Because <laughs> they're few and far between. Um, this guy, well, we, I wanted to record over by this fountain, but there was a guy taking a bath in it. So I think. It's probably better that we're not because if we were closer to the fountain, we'd be closer to the street and oh. then we would get distracted by uh, people driving by. That's true. Okay. Let's not get distracted then. No. Especially by. The, I'm sure nothing around look at us. the one will... guy that you say you saw in LA. He was oh, just yeah. watching us. Oh yeah, probably. Mr. Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. I think he's from another time. <laughs> I get stuck on those things. All right. Do we have any, do you have any shout outs? Yes. Okay. Shout out to you for doing a solo episode when I was busy uh, trying to avoid catching the Rona in Texas. Shout out to Ashley Bloodworth in Texas because I posted my story on Instagram when I was at the track and she said, oh, (laughs) I see how it is. Uh. (laughs) And I didn't even consider reaching out to uh, the two people I know in Texas until like the day before I went. And I was like, well, this is like an invite. If I'm Mm. like, hey, let's Mm. hang out. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, the day before you're going to be here. You want to hang out? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, And um, I think that's all my shout outs i have a call out but i'll save it for later yeah you can save it you can put your call outs in a sack actually i think i already forgot what it was good so <laughs> my call outs are to the tnc i've been hanging out with you a lot more lately enjoy you love you um had a lot of fun with you guys last night i dressed up as priscilla presley uh heather and i were twin Scyllas. quite awesome went to an elvis halloween party and uh oh ran into uh, allison rosen friend of the show great delisle that was very cool um, anyway, shout out to East Coast Jen, Dr. J and LK, Trice at TSDCX, Teal at TL, Teal in OR, Scott at Watchtower 96, VKO or Von Carmen's Olive at Von Carmen's, oops, 
uh, Whitney at Whitney Neal, Nina Hartley at Nina Lusk 83, Z Mary Jane at Z Mary Jane, Ray Morgan at Ray Morgan III, Jane Phelps at JM Phelps 6923, Luke Chestane to Tim Ortez for ca- enjoying my intro song, but also catching my outro song. Uh, uh, what's it called? When you're. God, fuck. God, I, I should really do a podcast. I, words are eluding me. Shout out to Leanne, Ray again, Tamara also again. The first ones was because they gave us love on Twitter and on Facebook. So shout out to Ulysses, Z Mary Jane Lamb, and to you, Lil Rafi, because you like the show on Facebook. So that's nice. Um, yes, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Do you have any call outs? Yes. Hmm. I was going to say call out to. You mm. and Tim Ortez, was it, that enjoyed your music picks? Yeah. Because when I was... Li- <laughs> oh, now, this happens when, when you edit. Yeah. I'll be hearing a song, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And why <laughs> did she pick it? And sometimes <laughs> I'll even ask you, and you'll be like, oh, they, they mentioned this band. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I always assume they're just your picks, like songs oh, that no. you like. never. And I'm it just like... Is. It never is. Ugh, what the fuck? I picked Nirvana Heart Shaped Box because No, that's explains it. Pete Holmes stopped it mentioned Nirvana. it. He was saying that he put that song on and it put him in the mood to get ready and like put him in a different mood change. So I'm like, okay, that's the song I'll pick. And what was the end song? And the what did it have to do with the show? It had nothing to do with the show. Oh. Except for we are technically booze and buddies. I mean like we just had some booze. <laughs> We're booze and buddies. Okay. But Peter Scolari died. Oh. So I wanted to send out the theme song to Booze and Buddies and R.I.P. to Peter Scolari. But also I had mentioned this song on the show before when it was on JMO Patrol. I think Brianne was asking me something about songs that like make you cry or something. I don't know what it was, but this song was something that I always related to. So Booze and Buddies was a show that I used to watch with my dad. And then when he after he abandoned us, every time I would hear that <laughs> song, it would make <laughs> He fucking laughed at me. <laughs> when I would hear that song, it would make me tear up. And I, you know me, I have a hard time, like, feeling and, you know, all that stuff. So, like, when I would hear the song, it would start making me, like, feel and, like, be sad or whatever. And it doesn't anymore. Now it just kind of makes me, like, have a nostalgic happiness of, like, so what? I was a piece of trash thrown away. I'm not trash anymore. <laughs> so what? You're unlovable to the point that your father has to move to a different state. Oh. Big deal. <laughs> Start a whole new family. <laughs> Somebody else. Um, redo. <laughs> anyway, thank you to Tim Ortez for recognizing my... Uh, what is... <sighs> Genius? I really thought that that word was... No. Okay. Thank you. Um, Knowing like this, this song goes out to... Dedication. Dedication. Thank Jesus. you. <sighs> Simple words. Don't always come out of simple minds. Um, Lisa, I can't help but... Yes, booze and buddy. Notice that these trees, yeah. they have like the the limbs sprout off very close to the base. So I feel like these are like where some high school girl would come take homecoming photos, like oh, sitting on the branch or whatever. You said this whole family were here taking pictures a minute ago, right? Do you want to go over there and <gasps> that'll be the episode? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I got Look so excited to, to put my hand on his shoulder and said yes, like he just asked me to the homecoming dance. <laughs> <laughs> um a thousand percent yes. Good eye, Rafi. Good eye, mate. Shall we do we have any BFF hotline calls? No, we do not. But oh, if you would darn. like to call or leave a message or text us even, the number's eight one eight BFF zero seven thirty two, not oh seven. 
like you did said. Did I say 07? I think oh, you God. did. That must be the reason you're why like, people aren't you said, calling. I'm going to say That it, must like, be the reason Rafi why people aren't calling. It. I said it because of your announcer voice, you not it. because of saying O or zero. Oh, 07. And I was like, oh, that's not how I say it. Oh, my God. I do say 303 or 720. So, okay. <laughs> anyway. So, did you like my show art that I used? For SoundCloud, <laughs> of I, our text I literally exchange. didn't see it until yesterday. Okay. And let me tell you, I've got beef. Because oh, ooh, I, like I beef. in the Facebook group, somebody mm-hmm. said, Oh, the proof. And then I somebody, was like, Somebody, that, that was East Coast Jen. Was, oh, okay. I thought it was Heather. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. We got another scallywag then coming up. I looked at the photo and I was like, Wait a minute. I think there was more to this. And I went and looked and there I was more one. to it. No, no, no. Oh, not that. Okay. After. Okay. I did notice that too. Yeah. But afterwards, I, didn't want her name to be I said something else. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm forget it. It's fine. Let's use it. It's fine, Lisa. I like receipts. Mm. Mm. It's because you return a lot of stuff. <gasps> <laughs> I just pay it and move on with my life. Do you think this lady's going to go try and get a job over here? Well, she's uh, knocking at the wrong door. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> a guy that gets a free bath out of a fountain is probably not going to pay for any handy. Really, she's getting her hair done, though. Anyway, I'm glad we're not going to be distracted. Like I said before. Oh, train oncoming. Uh, Not going to be distracted, I think is what we're going to (laughs) say. Should we talk about the Monday show? Yes. Okay. So they say there's ghosts that go up and down these tracks right here, but don't they say that about every train track? You know, I uh, once heard a song about a girl who died on the train tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Was it in Australia? (laughs) And let me tell you, I have never laughed so hard. Because of her iPod? Yes. (laughs) Fumbles? (laughs) I mean, I was going to remark about how quiet these bells are Mm. to warn you. So, I mean, if I was jamming out to my uh, iPod video from 19, or sorry, from 2002. That's the, the Pacific Surfliner headed south. Shout out to the Amtrak Surfliner. Take us with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not stopping here. All these people are still waiting for their train. I mean, if there was a girl. Oh, here's another one. Oh, whoa. Those. What's train? What? What's train in Spanish? I forgot. Um, I could check my Duolingo. Oh, my God. I know it's French. That's the first thing in my head. Trend. <laughs> How the fuck do you say train in Spanish? I can't remember. Rutro. All right. Now the Metro Link is here. Oh yeah, the, the old Metro Link. Ooh, you feel that in the ground? No. Oh, it's me. <laughs> I think you're feeling something else. Cayete. <laughs> You know what's cool? That we're not actually at a train station. We're just adding. <laughs> we put this in post. <laughs> yes. We want you to think we're at a train station because I think it's quaint. Like we, we're a small town. We're at. Who's <laughs> talking to us? <laughs> I was like, what? Um, this is uh, what the French call ambiance. Oh, I thought you were going to say je ne sais quoi because I don't know what either. Oh, sorry. I mispronounced it. I meant ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, uh, I think we need to uh, get back on track. Yeah. So okay, what are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show Monday episode with, with Greg motherfucking Heller 
I was so excited that he was back. Uh, I truly enjoyed this entire episode. Let's talk about a couple of things. Last week, let's talk about the the crap before we talk about the meat of the shit. Last week, I meant to mention this. Allison did not have a childish ad last week on the Monday show, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, finally." Would you get the fuck out of here, Metro? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the train is leaving the station. Um, so I was quite excited that we wouldn't have to hear that anymore. Although my knee-jerk reaction is to forward, forward, thirty, back, fifteen, and that's like I think my usual thing to get it, get it on track. But oh, uh, but this week it was back again. So I was like, ah, I don't know what happened. Why yeah, wasn't what there happened? Last week? Maybe just some accident Maybe on Tony's Tony part. Maybe Tony forgot to put it in, and then Possibly. she was like, Tony. You want to keep I have your job? So much rage! You gotta put that fucking ad at the top again. Exactly. So I think uh, if we get Leanne to complain, she might eighty-six <laughs> that baby. In what no we should time. do? Oh, I forgot to shout out to Doctor Angela. Okay, so maybe we should get Doctor Angela to complain, and then Leanne gets called out for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, all in all, like you guys are both doing the Lord's work. I understand. I said throw under the bus, but just speaking up, Allison needs constructive criticism. I think constructive criticism i think what leanne doesn't want is always be the one that's doing it and i think we always put her in charge of it because she is a good person to hear it from i would think like if if someone was to be like okay who are we going to tell lisa this bad news i would choose leanne to tell me the bad news or to tell me the the criticism like that's who i'd want to hear it from but now we also have dr Ange, and yes people love listening to doctors and that is true and also not just people but allison really respects and regards Dr. Ange. So, Dr. Ange or Leanne, would you let us know how this childish at the top is going? <laughs> also, yeah, I do just Because we're too skip, big of wieners to I deal. I do just skip a minute in and even skip the theme song now. Yeah, I just I get do too. straight to I the do too. intro. Yeah. So, at the top, we got a little catch up with Tony. Uh, they call it cats up in other parts of the world. That they do. Well, that's where it originated, unfortunately. We just changed it to catch up for some reason. Mr. Hines just ripping off the world and becoming... Okay, anyway. Okay. So, Allison was reevaluating, sharing her Daniel Beef script. And she was worrying that she might come off as a bad person. And I have to say, I'm surprised... Well, the timing was different. Because, like, on Twitter, there were a lot of people tweeting her in support of her point of view and everything she was saying and I was thinking that's only going to fuel the fire and it's not positive reinforcement and I feel like the only people that are going to speak up are going to be the ones that are in favor of her side not people that are going to be like oh you probably shouldn't do that because it seems a little off because so she's only going to hear positive reinforcement and I think that's going to be one-sided I didn't see this, but I feel like I a couple. all these people are troubled yeah. <laughs> and they should get help before reaching out to podcasters. I think it might be too late. <laughs> okay, so let's get right into the Greg Heller episode. First of all, Greg's, I keep thinking of him as a new father, which he is, but Ellis is 18 months old. Is that crazy? Like he literally had a quarantine baby. That's old enough to go to the strip club where I'm from. At least to drive us there. <laughs> <laughs> or to fund us. Um, but 18 months old, and I was thinking, I wonder if Ellis and Elliot 
and Owen are ever going to meet, they should be pals. They should be hanging out while they record. Like, this should be a whole thing. Um, mm. Yeah, later on in the show, Greg is talking about how he's more afraid of his kid being lonely than being hurt. And uh, why not get two birds with one stone? Bring him to Allison's house. Elliot can clobber him with you'll a get toy hurt or something. And you'll be lonely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was an interesting take because as a mom, and maybe it's different for dads, maybe it's just different for different people, but like you only think about fear of the, your kids getting hurt and, but also getting their feelings hurt. And I did have that. My kids have had their feelings hurt a few times, but there was one time that just fucking killed me. My son, when he was little, was such just, he just loved everybody. And everywhere we went, he always wanted to be friends with everybody. And everybody would want to reciprocate that. There was this one girl that I think, he was probably like four years old. And he was just like, I think he liked her. I don't know. But he was just like so little. And he was just like, she's so pretty and i just want to be friends with her so that she he was just like so loving and she was just like get away from me (laughs) (laughs) like he was she was so mean to him and just like broke his spirit and i was like thinking he's got a lifetime of women that are gonna break his spirit or people that are gonna break his spirit and like the fact that you go into this life of like this like bright eyed like want to love everybody thinking everybody's like you and really you're just gonna get broken i was gonna say that sounds like a good experience but you got to get over that fear of rejection and get uh, <laughs> destroyed by. You don't want to be desensitized to horrible. Like this girl was just like, ew. And it's just like, he cried. And I'm like, oh my God, the fact that he was sad and like, like he almost seemed broken hearted over it. And it was just like a split moment, but it was still something that I think about where I was like, man, you want to protect your kids. And like, you think they're safe in the bounce house. Apparently <laughs> Lisa, that's where their lives are going to get broken. You know what happens in the bounce house stays in the bounce house. Oh um, yeah. We did talk about that. Didn't we talk about the bounce house recently? We did. Yeah. There, we were recording in my backyard or in my kitchen and we we're talking oh, about someone. Somebody, somebody rented one. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's some euphemism you said for the jumping in the bounce house. or Oh yeah. Something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk about this. So, Greg apparently had a, some uh, technical difficulties getting on and recording. They had like a flubbed record. <laughs> and apparently he had a missing dongle. So, the fact, first of all, the fact that he had to use that word, he didn't have to. True. But he said there are certain words that you automatically are obligated to say the stupid joke and i couldn't agree more and i'm glad that he's i know he he always puts himself out there that he's like so above everybody else and he's not as pedestrian as the rest of us but the fact that he still is like yeah if you say dongle you have to make some sort of joke and there are other words like that word and their example was stud finder and i feel like because we do so much construction in the house, I feel like the stud finder joke is so common in our household. And it's like, oh, I found it. That joke. And you're <laughs> obligated to laugh. You, But you feel like when those words come out, you do have to make the joke. It's not even an uh, like a thing where you just like think it. It's like, okay, well, we have to make this joke now because it came out. Can you think of any other words? I meant to think about this. Me too. Um, but yeah, I know. I mean, we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. we know there are those yes. situations. Um, oh, I, I I complain to you about it all the time at work. This is not exactly the same, but I'll often go to deliver somewhere and I'm like, hey, I have your Coke delivery. And they'll say, mm. uh, 
<laughs> uh, you know, some stupid cocaine joke. And half the time I'm like, I should just fake chuckle and move on. Uh-huh. And the other half of the time I'm so annoyed that I just give no reaction. Mm-hmm. And then they like want to repeat it as if I didn't oh, hear God. the stupidity. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, here's the thing. I have been in the Apple ecosystem since like 2005. So you're the reason. And I've had an iPhone ever since the first day that the first one came out. And guess what? I have never said the word dongle when referring to that stupid headphone adapter that goes into the lightning port. I've never so used the word dongle in my life. Your your boy, uh, he, he is choosing to say it. Yes. And I think he wants to be a contrarian. So he's going to mention that he yes. hates saying dongle. Yes. But and hates the, the conversations dongle. around it. Yeah. Yet feeling I hate that I have to say the dongle, dongle fire. But I'm not going to say adapter. I'm just going to tell you that <laughs> it should be called an adapter. <laughs> okay, Greg. And then it turns into this whole conversation. Also, I think we'll get to it later. Okay. I hope I don't forget. But okay. he's also being a phony baloney about something else. Ooh, but we'll get I there. I like this. Um, shit, there was one more thing I was going to say about this uh, dongle nonsense. There's there's other Maybe words not. like coccyx. And I, I guess there's not like a joke <laughs> that goes along with that. But then also with um, shit. And I already forgot the name of it. Whatever that part is in the toilet. The ball cock. The ball cock. Mm. And there's female and male parts. There's yeah. there's all kinds of things in the in the in the construction world, in all kinds of stuff. Well, that's true. Not this is not the same because um, you mentioned male and female. Yeah, um, I was thinking about how I've thought about this before. Like if you're talking about your brakes, there's a master cylinder a master and, and a slave, slave cylinder. cylinder, and you can't yes. talk about these things because if you went to your mechanic, yeah, and you were like, um, I need the uh, the secondary cylinder change. They'd be like, right. the fuck is that? Yeah. So I think I, and I thought about this, like when will those terms change? Yes. And I don't think they, will. I think about that when I hear master bedroom, yes. master and slave cylinders, one of the most egregious ones mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, Oh Lord. Um, but also Greg was talking about, that's what she said. And I feel like oh, yeah. <laughs> saying that is something like I, for sure. We all, I say it, ironically but then once you say it so many times you're still saying it yeah so you're still like contributing to this culture <laughs> you know the most but it like i like it doesn't bother me like when we say it in our like little text group or like yeah. whoever it's like that's what she said we know we're saying we it know jokingly, we're saying it ironically but still we're saying yeah. it so it's still like saying dongle and saying i hate that i have to say dongle and not adapter <laughs> when I, so now, whenever I hear that's what she said, I hear that clip. I think it's from 30 Rock. Mm. Tina Fey saying, Steve Carell owns that's what she said. He owns it. Do you know where it started? Of course you do. Oh, yeah. Wayne's World. It's not Steve Carell's bit. Okay. It's not from The Office. It's from Wayne's World. And most of my vernacular comes from Wayne's World. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're in Vermont. <laughs> Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. <Saint> Pardon. <laughs> oh, look, we're in Delaware. That's how I felt in Pennsylvania the whole time. I'm like, here we are in Delaware. <laughs> Although Pennsylvania was awesome. Uh, oh, I do I have... I take it or leave it. <laughs> You're taking it. So I do have one little call out of myself from last week really quick because uh, I'm remembering. Uh-huh. I was equating... Drinking milk and uh, dog lovers, and I realized I misspoke. I didn't, 
as far as like these needy people that are like always looking for outside validation, okay. I meant dog crazy dog people, not gr- dog lovers. Uh-huh. Anybody that, and by the way, anybody that loves their pets, I love my pets. We all love our pets. It's not about that, and it's not just about dog people. It's just the fact that there used to be crazy cat people. Now there's crazy dog people, but no, they're not. They're getting a pass because they're dogs. I feel like cat owners now are just become like, well, I just have pets and they're cats, but now dog owners have become these people that are like upset like they call them their babies they're like this there used to be this lady that walked around orange with a shopping cart there's a bmw meeting there was an e36 and then an e46 and now an e30 convertible what's going on here and they were all white by the way sorry 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 i know my conversation was riveting but the way (laughs) (laughs) the way that his head turned first i saw the one because it was loud the way it cocked and like and There's then I saw the E46, and I was like, no, for, no, then I saw the E30 convertible, and I was like, what the hell? And it's white, too, and I, that, that's why I had to turn so fast. I'm like, did I miss one? I did. It was the E46. Anyways, I'm calling myself out. Just because you love your pets, you're not a bad person. I realize I, my, my, my point a lot of times gets askewed, and you're not always up in my head, too, and I can't articulate what I'm trying to say. Anyway, there used to be a lady that walked around Orange with a grocery cart. She had a plastic doll in her cart. She would called it her baby she thought it was her baby that's uh, how i see it <laughs> okay it's the same. What, what is it with orange specifically okay it could be anywhere i'm sure there's, there's a guy in walking around the circle with a goose yeah <laughs> i've seen him twice and the ologies uh someone in ologies yeah uh, the ologies facebook group facebook group posted spotted them. spotted them i'm like okay are you local anyway i'm not disparaging people that like their dogs and have dogs it's just these people that only want to be around things that have no opinion and cannot talk back. Uh, that's a problem. If you only want to have a one-sided conversation and that's what you're drawn towards. Also, the million milks. Anyway, I got way sidetracked. But it was bothering me all week. That I thought, maybe I should have edited that out. I'm not trying to get down on people that have pets and love their pets. Not I so hot mine. take. If you drink anything, <laughs> if you drink any milk uh-huh. that comes from an actual animal, you're a sick Fuck. Agreed. Get yourself checked because you're a sicko. But it's because it's so normal and because advertising has told us you should be drinking this milk that all of a sudden, like, it's normal. But it's not. Like You know what? I think these people need to go to Bovine University. <laughs> Bo you? <laughs> Be you. <laughs> so... <laughs> When you go to the to the home games, you have to moo. <laughs> oh, oh, I moo. Trust me. <laughs> so, have you heard of knocking on wood and knocking on your head? Ooh, this is what I wanted to talk about okay. because uh, in the Dream Team text messages, yeah. Jen said, "Who hasn't heard of knocking on your head?" Yeah, I go, I go one lower. Oh, um, when I'm alone <laughs> and I think said. knock on wood. Yeah, you think I knock, knock on, on my crotch? Oh my god. <laughs> Um, he went there okay so wait for real yeah i don't know why because i think i've seen so many people knock on their head and i'm like um, so you've actually seen that so that's normal yeah the fact that greg and tony have not weird but whenever someone says knock on wood they look for wood quickly and if there's none around around, so you're looking for some yes so so let's spoil this down for a second Uh yeah let's you think about knock on wood by yourself Sometimes. This is something that... Ha- okay. Or maybe I'm listening to Allison's show and they say knock on wood mm, and I go... Okay, that happened once. So, here's the other part. That you can remember. 
So you are knocking on yourself uh-huh. <laughs> when you knock on wood. Third part. So you just always have wood? No, that's the joke. <laughs> oh, so you're just joking with yourself. I'm knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, <laughs> Lisa. I think we should probably question the recipient. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Yeah, they'd probably say it's more like going to hell. <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on hell. Um, so then we go down the path of unfortunate names and tony was saying yeah new kid in school in 1990 whatever and his name is tony thaxton when tony braxton's song (laughs) is like the number one song and greg is like so it was you just got unbroken your heart like all day long Uh uh but i love how i just love when greg is caught off guard and laughs because i feel like to make him laugh you have to be funny Mm -hmm. but he kept I like that he is not like, I'm like too cool to laugh at your jokes, but like he feels these moments where he's just like, oh, I didn't even think about Tony Braxton and Tony Tech. Like that never even dawned on me, which is nice, but also but like funny. She hasn't put out an album in God knows how long. Oh, yeah, that, that's why. Like, you know, you, you're not listening to her every day like me. Okay, well, yeah, that is true. Knock on wood. But then off the top of Greg fucking Heller's head is like one of your fans. Is named after a porn star, and he's like, he Nina, remembers that though. Nina Hartley, top uh-huh. of his head. Yeah, he remembers her fans. I don't know if you remember how he was in person. You've only met him once oh, yeah, or twice. Yeah. Uh, no, just once. Just once. Okay, the way he was, where he like looks, even when he was on stage, and people would say she would say, "Oh, this listener," and she would say their Twitter handle, and he would, yep. or their name, and he would say, "Hold on." And he'll say, like, their Twitter... Like, he remembers the fans that interact with her show and with him. And even, like, with me, I think when I was JMOs and BFFs, he was like, oh, uh, JMOs and BFFs. He was like, okay, I remember you now. And then, like, with you, he did the same thing. And, like, a couple of other people. But, like, his memory is crazy. But the fact that he was, like, off the top of his head, oh, yeah, you have a fan named Nina Hartley. And she's not grandma porn. She just did porn a long time ago, but not that long ago. No, I think she still does porn. Oh, okay. But now she is of an advanced age. Okay. I like how he said normal age. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think because of that, you know, the porn industry is very ageist. Yeah. Like once you hit 31, they're like, oh, grandma porn. Yeah. That's all you're good for now. I mean, that's true. I mean, 31. So you've been in it for like 12 years. (laughs) I'm only 33. I'm not talking about you personally. I'm not a grandma yet. I'm talking about How what dare you watch. You? Um, okay. Uh, but anyway, shout out to you, Nina. And I hope yeah, that... shout out to that Nina. I, and the said, real Nina Hartley. The, and the real Nina Hartley. No, no, she's the real Nina Hartley. She's the real the Nina one. Hartley. No fake ones. I mean, I'll watch the fake one. No, of course. But I'll be friends with the real one. Also, Tony saying, yeah, I think I somehow <laughs> just also heard about this lady. The way he flubbed uh-huh, over that. Uh-huh. And if you watch that video on yeah, Patreon, his face was like, well, I already said too much yep. <laughs> to go back now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty great. I think I shared on here. The only thing I know of Nina Hartley's videos is she had like a bloopers video. And I was oh, like, boy. I don't think I want to watch any porn stars farting. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> First of all, okay, Greg has a new podcast. I wanted to date. Ooh touched on this a tiny bit before we talk about that is the project that Allison and Greg originally worked on the fucking crow <laughs> uh, they never still have mentioned that was the whole reason why Greg was even on this show by accident 
and a huge part of the show, but we still have never gotten any like more information about what this show was, right? Yeah, maybe there's an NDA. Who knows? But I always assumed it was going to be for her thing. But oh. it kind of sounds like no. I think that was later where she was like, oh, let's do that show. And mm. then D- Doug Benson was in the pilot or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll ask her on the next Patreon live stream, I which will be uh, probably next year. Probably next next June. So it'll be 12 months. All right. So anyway, his new podcast, Close to Death. Uh, I first of all, I would listen to anything that he's on, so I'm gonna listen to it. And and I have you listened to it and messaged everybody and said it's pretty good. You actually chuckled a little. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look into this. I listened to the first episode, obviously, because I think there's only two out now or just one. Just two. Just two. Uh, I did not finish the second one. I've I just listened listen to the to one the with Greg, one. and I just love hearing his voice. And I think. I think he's doing a. It's funny that someone with his voice would do a podcast that I would listen to, but I totally would. Mm -hmm. Because his voice is kind of off putting if you don't know, if you haven't heard it. But like, I like listening to it now. Yeah, I can't remember what it was like when I first heard him on Allison's show, but I don't think I had the same reaction as a lot of people. A lot of people people were were like, like, what? Hashtag less great. Yes. (laughs) I remember remember that. It was like a full on thing. And I was like, I like him. Like, yeah. I don't see what people are complaining about like, i didn't know what he looked I like listened no and meeting him in person he's so different than he comes off as this like california asshole which he is he's very opinionated but like in person he's so engaging and uh just very uh what's the word i can't remember i've said it a million times but anyway the podcast was very good and the premise was greg was going to write his own obituary which that's a whole interesting thing to think about because it's kind of self-serving but then like why wouldn't you want it to be written by you and it was interesting to hear the podcast and then hear him talk about it after on Allison's show because the guy that is the obituary writer Pope Pope, who's famous for this he's very like by the book like this is what you do do this do this do that which I understand he gets the job done that's what you want You, you have all of the points covered but then when you get to someone like Greg like, when he was reading his obituary, it was like, I actually felt like hearing it from his words, I was like, I, this is what I want to hear. Right. So I think, yeah, it was, I think if you have listened to the Monday show, you should definitely go listen to Close to Death. Absolutely. And I I can see both sides. Yeah. Pope, he's like, I'm writing this for like a website or the newspaper or whatever the fuck. It's like, these people don't know you. They want to know who you were and how you died. Right. They don't want to know like... What obscure band? Like you're they're in. not gonna, yeah, they're not gonna get your references because they don't know you. Yes, I'm trying to like write a report. Yes, like if you fucking call the police and they are putting little jokes in there, you'd be like, "What the <laughs> fuck does this have to do <laughs> right. with the crime?" Like this is not relevant in yes. court, you yes. know. Yes. So I see his side of it. Yes, but I also like. I think what Greg wants, that's more like what would be read at your funeral. Yeah, or something like. Because the people who are there, who know Greg, yes, absolutely. they're going to love it. They're going to laugh. Absolutely. They're going to be like, wow, that's him. it's his that's voice him. and you're yeah. like, oh my God, this is so, this is more Greg than Greg's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so during the podcast, uh, during his podcast, Close to Death, he teased that he dated some celebrity and I was like, he's never going to say it. 
And then at the end, he fucking said it. I was like, holy shit, it was not who I expected. Right. And I like how Allison was like, well, are we going to say it on my show? And he's like, no, they need to listen to the fucking podcast. Yes, of course. It was the Easter egg at the end. And now, like, picturing her... It adds another layer of funny to the to the way that they broke up and like his just imagine him with her and he's like the the whole story is funny. And by the way, his wife kind of complained, not complained that she wanted to be maybe more in his obituary and like talked about more. And he's talking about some he's talking about some celebrity that he dated (laughs) three times. Like that's the big thing. So I was actually when I was listening to Close to Death, I was I was thinking that we need to do a bonus episode mm. just on his episodes Ooh, of Close to Death. Okay. Because there was a lot oh, I, I like wanted that. To, there yes, was a lot I, I agree. To talk I agree. About. I agree. Like we find out that he has a best friend and it's a woman. Yes. And I was like, I want to know who this lady is. Yes. And then yeah, like the the whole who he dated. Yes. Um he says something, I think it's in Close to Death. I can't remember exactly, but he says something about Ayala that was like so sweet that like I wanted to tear up or something because I was like, we don't think of Greg like that, you right. know? Yeah, he's so curmudgeonly that when he was like saying super nice things about his wife, that I thought it was very sweet. I agree. I listening to him on Close to Death and now on Allison's show, it makes me think that he just needs to have his own goddamn podcast that I would listen to weekly. Just talking about his life stories. When just even on Close to Death, the stupid story about him stealing the golf cart on Mother's Day and his mom not bailing him out. Like these little stories, which he's told on Allison's show before. Yeah. But his little life stories that have come up on Allison's show are like they're gold. These these are things that I would listen to if he was just like my friend and I. It'd be best like to have his close friend on and just like all right, we're going to talk about my life, your life, whatever, and just, like, share stories. Like, I would listen to that all day long. He was a great storyteller. And he also has, like, a philosophical point of view on things and, like, a lesson learned. There's so much, like, well-roundedness, and he's well-spoken. Like, everything about him. Yes. I think why he would say that he wouldn't do a podcast is because he would be... Again, it's very self-serving. Yeah. He is that, but he yes. doesn't want he doesn't want to admit that he is. And that's exactly so what his obituary said happen. to me. If I was an outsider looking at him, guy, this guy doesn't want to be like I'm a showy guy, but I really want to show you who yeah. I am. He's like exactly the opposite of what he doesn't want to be. Also, if you haven't listened to Joe Quazala's uh, podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whenever they have the announcements of who is like nominated, uh. For, like, the past couple times, Greg Heller has been a guest on mm. it to talk about the people. And I think those are really good because I That's why I, I subscribe to it. I haven't opinions. listened to it yet, but you mentioned that before. I'm like, I got to subscribe because I want to hear his voice. So, okay. And it, have... it's not great. Um, like, there's not enough Greg, obviously. Yeah. But it's it's fine. We get to hear his musical opinions. And it, I like that. And that's always good. So, apparently, the fact that they asked him to be on this show... He is very, he actually is very close to death. All of his stories, I was like, holy, every single one, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Like, every single one was some, like, new thing. And the fact that he was saying he went through a lot of trauma with with dealing with death in his life and that he sort of got desensitized to death. But then also now he feels like he can deal with it better than maybe most people can because he's been around it for so long or so many times. Um. 
I mean, I feel like he needs to be on more than just two episodes of this close to death show. But haven't having not heard the second one, which I'm very interested in hearing about, it is he had his own funeral. No, what do you think about this? Having a living funeral. Um, I think he said on Allison's show that he or maybe it was in close to death. He was, I forget. He was uncomfortable when his friends were like actually yes. saying nice things about him. That was on Allison's show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think clearly he has some issues he needs to work on, but I feel like I'm the same way as him. Like, I don't like when people give me compliments. Right. Um, I don't like when people say nice things and, and it's, I just want to make like stupid jokes and get the attention off of me. But yes. I think that's uh, an issue. Well, yeah, we're both both like that. We have, like, this Wonder Woman thing where we're like, deflect, deflect. (laughs) But, like, you want, it's nice to know, but, like, you don't want the attention on you. It feels, like, awkward. And you've got a Wonder Woman thing uh, with rope, but uh, we're not going there. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget the boots. Okay. Um, I was just surprised uh, when I saw the uh, VHS in your house, and it wasn't the Hitchcock (laughs) film. Well, there was, (laughs) part of that word was right. (laughs) Well, okay. You are hitched. Um, oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Uh, uh, well, anyway, the living funeral thing that I would feel the same way as you. I would be very uncomfortable. And with him, I relate that I would feel weird. People saying nice things. I'm just like, okay, I don't know if I would want to do that. It, it seems a little self-serving. It seems like. It would be maybe a nice emotional moment, but I don't know. I also, think I would need a bottle of champagne in that. I've casket. seen the photo of this uh, oh. fake funeral, and he's just like covered in a tarp. Oh! It, they didn't even it, like oh, it looks like it's no, a crime scene. No, no, no. They didn't even rent a casket. Which, uh-uh. by the way, I learned when my dad died for the the funeral thingy. Yeah. Because my dad was being cremated, you rent that casket. Oh. It's not like well, I mean, it makes sense. Can They're you not going to for parties. I mean, I don't think they ask. They're just like, yeah, it's one fifty a day, and uh, here you go. We used to have one just for Halloween, like oh. growing up. Wow, I wonder whatever happened to that thing. It's probably growing the, up, it's probably in the attic at my old house, and they probably were like, "There's some weird black coffin up there with a big cross on it." <laughs> yeah, growing up, we always had it as like Halloween decorations, but I don't remember where it came from. I think it came from my grandparents' house and like to our house to I don't know, I don't know why we had it. I think they should have rented a coffin, is what I'm saying. But I guess oh, Greg didn't not made be one of a pine box. Close to death. Oh, yeah, true. Instead, he's just laying in his yard with a tarp over his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's weird. So his second episode comes out December first, something like that, and that will be the last episode. So all of them will be out by then. And I'm I'm curious and intrigued to listen to all of these things. I do like how. Oh, is this person sleeping in his car? <laughs> Don't judge okay. Elizabeth. He's waiting for his train to show up. God. And for his back window. Oh, it's not broken. Never mind. Or is it? It's rolled down. But there's something going on with the back of his car. There's something. A little bubble. Oh, boy. People and their fucking dogs. All right. So then they got to the questions portion. And um, the one question, I guess, that I'll talk about is... No, two. My question, I actually do have an abundance of fenugreek. And every time I'm cleaning out my... Uh, spice cabinet or whatever and I'm looking at him like the only person I can think literally his face pops into my head I'm like the next time she's on and he asks for she asks for questions I'm gonna ask Greg Heller what to do with my fenugreek because I have used it for like chicken or something like is this an herb it's a spice but well Lisa here's the thing 
you can't put like here's the thing. What does it taste like? I was worried that if I asked this question, he's going to either either give the jack off motion because he's like very opinionated, or he's going to be like, "I have the perfect thing for you," and he did. He had the perfect thing because he turned me on to some other cookbook writer, chef, person, whatever. Yeah, has what was her all name? these like, recipes. It was like Xena something. Oleo Hercules. There you and... go. Xena Hercules. <laughs> same difference. And thanks to Luke for saying I need to review this book uh, or this person's videos. I am for sure going to because I, I literally, my husband asked me to get it. So I got it. I think in his mind he thought, well, she's probably not going to, she's going to forget or something. So he got it. Then he ended up forgetting that he got it. So he bought it a third time. And like what Greg said is you can use it very sparingly. And I think it has like a fennel taste. Oh, the fenugreek. The I thought you meant the book. I was no, like, no, not the book. Sorry. The spice. <laughs> this is why I have an abundance of it. And okay. I was trying to. F- so when I looked up recipes, every single one was like, sprinkle it in some chicken and grill it. And it's like, I want something more than that. I forgot what we actually used it for. I don't even know. But um, we got very adventurous with our cooking, and then I forgot what goes with what. And so, anyway, now I have a lead. So, thank you, Greg Heller. This, he mentioned that it's used a lot in whatever... Russian and... uh, Ukrainian cooking or something. Mm -hmm. And then he, he made a mention of a place that I have only heard of one other time, Azerbaijan. The only time I hear about Azerbaijan is during the Formula One race that goes on there. And I had never heard of Baku, Azerbaijan until the race. And then this is the first time in my life that I've actually heard someone talk about it when they weren't referring to this race. So look at Greg. He's so worldly. He's so worldly. So the next question that stood out to me was Whitney C's Q. And she asked, what was the last song that you listened to? And so, of course, I always love hearing his song choices. And, of course, I was very sad to hear him disparage folk music and singer-songwriters because that's all that I love. But um, it's not all that I love. It's one of my favorites. Uh, But I'm curious, what are the last songs that you listened to? Oh, cock and balls. Let me check. I know. I, I... it's not going to be good. For me, I had a bunch of great songs I was listening to last night. And then on the way here, I listened to... How do you find out what was your last things you listened to? Like, I can see what song okay, yeah, it's on right there. now. Right here? Uh-huh. Oh, wait. Okay. You don't have Apple Music. Um, oh, so I can just go, go back. back. Yeah. Okay. Or is there a cue thingy? I can go back. No, is there a thing that... Oh. oh. Is it that? And then you can just scroll back. Oh. Oh, so it's the same as Apple Music, basically. All right. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so the song that I was rocking out to on the way here was The Descendants, Pervert. Of course. And I was like, I got to roll down my windows because I want everybody to know I'm a fucking pervert. And then uh, Teenagers from Mars, The Misfits. Then I fast forwarded through a couple of song, uh, Sonic Youth songs. Uh, Misfits, We Bite, and Faith No More, Ugly in the Morning. And then it was just starting I'm Customized by the Cramps. All right. <laughs> here are my three. Okay. My Song 5 by Haim. Love it. Hey Kids by Run the Jewels. Um, In the Cold, Cold Night by The White Stripes. And I had just started The Graveyard by Big L, featuring Ooh. Jay-Z on there, of course. Okay. Um, yeah. So I love uh, that question, Whitney, and... Shit, I wanted to talk one more thing about Greg's, but I did also want to segue into Whitney C's cues because I thought that was kind of smooth, but maybe not. Uh, Greg's, hey, they did the Hey Go Fuck Yourself segment. Oh, God. And Greg fucked it up left and right. 
but I do feel like Allison maybe does not set it up right. But then also Greg has a good point that you don't say hey and then hey again if you're going to like really do the segment correctly. If you're going to like really parse it out because then it's all wrong. You're going to have to just make it go fuck yourself. So this is the segment where I was saying Greg is a phony baloney. Oh, because I like it. He kept fucking it up, but he was fucking it up on purpose. Okay. He d- he is a smart person. He knows you don't say that her segment is not just uh uh hey people who have the Gadsden flag on the back of their truck, <laughs> fuck you. That's not the segment. Right. He knows it's not fuck you flag people. <laughs> I like how he tried to rewrite it too. I'm gonna give you some notes on this. Yeah. But it also led me to believe or led me to think that I think we need a Hey Go Fuck Yourself segment from Greg sent in every week. Oh, oh he's got them. Yeah, he's got Just a like ton of them. Just send in a recorded Hey Go Fuck Yourself, and I'm sure he could get it right. What are we seeing now? Oh, some Buick Skylark, <laughs> Los Saber. Yeah, I was hoping 85. Was, uh... I think my dad had that as his uh, company car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought that was my neighbor's for a second. Okay. Uh, all right. Shall we do you have any. Bleh. Fuck Biden. Also, shout out to that guy on his stupid Harley. Um, Do people understand, like, anytime you say Trump or Biden, you're giving one more vote in the check mark into the fact that you guys are all voting. You're all voting against each other in the same fucking, like, race. It's all the same group. It's just dividing more and more. Okay, we don't have to get that deep, but... It's all the same. Oh. We're all everybody's on the same team, but they're just making you think it's I not. wanted to talk about really quick about mm. um the Hey Go Fuck Yourself to Eric Alpert. Oh yeah. Which I think it's so funny when he re- like quote tweets it on Twitter, uh, because I never go on Twitter, but when I do catch one of those, I'm like, Oh, this is so good because I love what he had to say about it. How <laughs> it is people like it's like what song rocks your face off and yeah. it's like fucking Black Sabbath, dude. And it's like, yeah. Black Sabbath is great, but we all know that. Yes. Like, we don't need... Yes, like, okay. If, unless it's, like, a super deep cut, which I did. There's a there's a, a song of theirs that is, like, a deep cut that I discovered not that long ago. And I was like, oh, this is really good. Um, anyway, I like that. But the Overheard in L.A. Yes. Oh, I my God. I agree so much. Yeah. Because we've talked about this before. Yes. And, and then when Allison would post about it, I was like... I was just talking about this. How This has to be fake. Yeah. These are so fucking fake. But here's the one thing I will say is that a lot of people in L.A. are in, like, the writing and creative arts. So maybe they are, like, thinking of, like, witty little quips. Yes. And maybe they say them when they meet up, like, oh, I'm going to yes. come up with this little zinger about this story that happened last week because I'm going to go see my friend. And then so someone could overhear it. That's true. But they wrote okay. it in their head that's like fair. two hours ago, you know. Much like They've been working the new on Facebook. This. That's very meta. Um, what? Facebook's new name? What is it? Meta? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not on uh, the Facebook. You don't apparently. listen to AM640 <laughs> like I do? Uh, handled it. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Oh, shout out to you, Bruce Biden. I'm sure he's the only one that'll get that joke. Um, yeah, like I said, everything about it, even though it made me like think. Well, first of all, I started thinking like maybe my taste in music does suck, but then I was like, no, it's all relative. It's relative to what you like and what moves you, and like who cares what other people think. Because what he was saying was like, do you ever walk down the street and think what are the, what kind of music do you think that people that person listens to? I'm like, yeah, never. I don't. I never do. I don't give a shit. But when people give me their opinion about what they like, then I'm like, I definitely judge you. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's because, like, I feel like I'm a music snob. He's a music snob. I feel like 
my friends are music snobs, but they all have good taste in music. I feel like his disparaging mine feels sad and, and hurtful. <laughs> but also then I was thinking he said nostalgia is not a good uh, good taste in music. And so then I started thinking, like, am I nostalgic for this folk music and that? And I thought, no, that's not what I'm nostalgic for. The nostalgic music that I listen to that I realize is not good is all my 90s music. And I'm the first one to say, if I listen to it for the first time today, it might not be my favorite music, but it, it was the right time and place for my coming-of-age music that I liked. And I'm not going to be like, oh, the Pearl Jam's the best band ever. It's like, I have my own connections to these bands, and I'm not going to... Like, these people, they're like, 80s music's the best. I'm like, so you graduated in 84, 85? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, then yeah. it's not good music. It's just what you liked yep. at the time. That's what you came up with. It's what you connected to. Um, there's a couple things. So, about the... About the shitty music. Sometimes shitty music is still good. Okay. Before you go into more, I actually had this thought of asking him, what is some sort of shitty music that he likes? Like, yeah. what is something that you're like, I'm embarrassed Everyone likes like. this, but yes, yes, I like it. Yes. It's like McDonald's. Yeah. It's horrible. Yes. But sometimes that shit Coca-Cola. Absolutely. There you go. Um, but then also, he is obviously a music snob and he has admitted as such. And I feel like I have a tiny hint of this also myself, but we all know that person who you're like talking about music and they'll be like, oh yeah, you haven't heard of Fenugreek? And it's right. like, oh, what are they? It's like, oh, they're like a speed polka band from <laughs> New Hampshire. Oh my God, like, I would love oh. them. <laughs> um, okay. It's like, oh, you, you haven't heard of them? Like, oh so, yeah, okay, they're really good. So that's the kind it's of like, okay. music snob that I fucking hate. Yeah. Th- those the people worst. where it's like, no. I know my friends are music snobs, but not because they say it. I just know it. I just know they have good taste in music, and I'm um, I'm always in awe of like all these bands that they know and all these people that they know, and it's just like, but they're never like braggy or like oh, I'm I this is better than anything you listen to. It's never like that. I'm just like, damn, they just like know every goddamn kind of music that's out there and all of the good stuff. Yeah, but then those people suck because then you'll be like. You'll mention some band that everyone knows, and they're like, oh, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> Is that good? It's like, you haven't heard Toto's Hold the Line? Like, what? You haven't heard of Ace of Base? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the sign? I have not seen the sign. <laughs> oh. That was a song that popped up into my head the other day that I was like, that song kind of slaps, and... I'm not kind of. It really slaps. <laughs> it's a bop that slaps. It fucking does. And I'm here for it. And I'm right here for it. Let's let's play it for the beginning, the middle, and the end of this goddamn episode. I'm seeing signs all over, left and right. I'm spotting <laughs> signs. Okay. Speaking of signs, how about some Whitney C's cues? She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the onvo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know, what's your favorite song that has a funny lyric? Oh. I'm asking because I just got to the part of the Thursday show where... Tony talks about how he never gets tired of being in a crowded concert arena full of people. And then they let, and don't stop or we'll die, they let the crowd sing the line about, I've been trying to fuck that frog all summer. (laughs) I had to go listen to that song just to understand the line. But the answer to my question for me about my favorite song with a funny lyric 
is um, Gossip Folks by Missy Elliott. Her favorite song. Shout out to Rafi, who will probably know that song. Um, In the song, she has hecklers. She pretends to be these hecklers who are watching her perform. And then at the end, she, Missy Elliott, rants about the hecklers and cuts them down to their faces. And so my favorite line, which I think is really funny, um, she says... Yo, how about you go buff these pumas for 20 cents so your lights don't get cut off, <laughs> you soggy breast cow stomachs. <laughs> and uh, I just really love the takedown. It's a read. That's amazing. <laughs> how perfect of a question was that? Oh, it's great. So I know we got a question from her last week where she's like, hey, do you want a question this week? I'm like, oh, hell yes, I want a question mm-hmm. this week. And that was perfect. Perfect timing. Okay, what song do you like that has a funny lyric? So in rap music, if if you're a, like a fun, like you don't have to be a good rapper for me to like you. If you have like something about you, like if you have good punchlines, I'm into it. And the song I just mentioned, The Graveyard with Big L, mm-hmm. he's got a I was lot. Big L. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> he has a lot of funny little punchlines. And I can't think of, like, a really good one, but here's this one that I always think about. Filling people with so much lead, they can use their dick for a pencil. (laughs) He shoots people so much, Lisa. Uh... You can use your dick for a pencil. Um, Oh, here's another one right after that that I like. I get more pussy by accident than most people get on purpose. Just he just has like, he just says like stupid little things like that. But there's so many. Cameron has a gazillion of them. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I honestly, I'm like racking my brain. The only thing I the thing that popped into my brain, which I don't know if it is that funny, but it'll. With these questions, it usually comes to me later. But the Cramps Garbage Man song, he says, uh, "Put your cans out because I'm the garbage man," <laughs> and that's pretty good. But I can't think of anything. Uh, by the time I post this on the Facebook group, then I'll probably be like, now I thought of something. I don't have a lot of jokey, lyric-y um, music that I listen to, I don't think. there's Okay, there's another one that I was just talking about fairly recently that is so stupid that I love it. Um, and now I have to look it up because there's a song called Dope Dealer by hmm. Schoolboy Q featuring E-40. And if you know anything about E-40, you know that he raps like no one else on earth can. And there's a song, or sorry, on this song, he is just saying funny lines, but the the funnier part is the little ad libs that he adds after. Mm-hmm. So he says, Part of the track, you might find me slapping bones, dominoes, and a thick of the soil in the middle of a war zone, eating dominoes. Oh, he's. <laughs> Uh, this other podcast that I love called No Skips was doing this album, and they were talking about E40. He's like so fucking hardcore. He's in the middle of a war zone. He's not even worried. He's eating pizza. That's how comfortable he is in this environment, Lisa. And when I was listening, I re-listened and I was like, yeah, that's the stupidest shit you could ever say in a song. But I love E-40 for that reason. I guess like I, when I think of like funny, I immediately go to like Weird Al or like. Um, yeah, but that's intentional. But that's intentionally you know? funny. There's another guy that has songs like that. I can't think of his name. Uh, shit, whatever. Are you anyway. thinking of, um... It's like a country guy. Country guy. Oh, a humorous God. country guy? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, 
You know what's really funny is any uh, Mo Bandy album cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, his lyrics are also kind of unintentionally funny. <laughs> yes. Something about the back door. I forget what that one was. Oh, okay. We'll have to research and get back to you. Thank you, Whitney. Uh, love you and um, love your question. It was great. Shall we talk about Thursday? Yes. All right. See ya. Um, okay. We were her little extra wide egg noodle sent in by Alyssa Dumeyer on Patreon. Oh, I have another call out. Ooh, <laughs> that sparked it? Yeah. I. That's... Okay. It's to you, Lisa. Oh. oh. <laughs> when you were, you know, sometimes in the dream team, uh-huh. we'll text each other, uh-huh. oh, it's carb time, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so we can head over uh-huh. to Patreon, because mm-hmm. we always forget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your first carb that you uh, put in there? Um, I think I put in... Should I pull up Patreon? Caramel apples cider mimosas? I'm going to pull it up. Caramel apple cider mimosas. Now you're playing dumb. Oh. I like this. Damn. Well, I had four. You're, you're trying to... I'm trying you. You're trying to keep us off the scent. Oh. Here we go. You said. Okay. Teeny tiny. Rainy day homemade oh. creamy mushroom <laughs> soup. Lisa, it I'm was pandering. raining. I'm pandering. That day? Yeah, it was raining that day. Uh, and I what was does that making... have to do with the carb, though? It, do, it was the did, name of my recipe. Did we just it was the have name of my, are you... sunny day when hangover you, omelets we just had sunny day mimosas and you know what i was if you look up any recipe on let's say allrecipes.com or even <laughs> in a crack a cookbook if you want to it might have a cute little name for their recipe and you know what i did i gave a cute little name to my recipe well this is not because it was a rainy day and i was feeling it and she was recording on a rainy day and i was pandering to her Okay. I'm not okay with this. And I'm okay glad she didn't pick it. Because oh, and then she picked a much worse one. <laughs> it's an affront to the carb. We're naming carbs. We're not naming fucking adjectives for the day, Elizabeth. <laughs> but it had the recipe and the carb with it. Well, good I was setting the you. mood for the carb that we were going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what if... Much they like, recorded on, on you know a day... How everybody else has Halloween ones and fall ones. And in fact, I had a couple... Oh, is that bad? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I judge don't... I judge the carbs very, very much well, like I judge Well, it only J-Mos. comes to when I do it because what well, about... Well, you're the only one I can talk to about it without <laughs> feeling bad. Because if I say, hey, uh, Johnny Pendleton in the <laughs> Facebook group, uh, your carb is a piece of shit. They or don't know me. Like, They're going to be like, wow, that guy's head, an Justin asshole. Roberts. <laughs> wow. He never sends in carbs. He is a carb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but he's, he's an extra white. From a he's carb. an extra white ignorant. That's for sure. <laughs> extra white. Oh, I was picturing it in the back of a like a tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he needs to do. Yeah, he really does. Um, do it a little longer. Um, so Allison hates Halloween, and she mentions it all of the time. I am somebody who loves Halloween. She hates Halloween. Yes. Someone who dresses up as Cleopatra every year hates <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> She's a Halloweener. I don't dress up at all. I, and I wouldn't say I hate it. Okay, so I rarely dress up. I always, every year, have ideas of what I want to dress up like. And then I think if we have a party, we're going to do this. And we never end up having a party. And then I'm not going to dress up just to hand out um, candy. But usually I'll be trick-or-treating with the kids. And I'm not hot dressing up for that. So I, usually my ideas just go by the wayside. So a few times that I have dressed up, like my husband and I were the ropers from two scum- three companies. Sorry, two companies, a sandwich place down the street. <laughs> For Three's Company. And um, 
a couple of times. I've last year I dressed up as a Day of the Dead, and um, because we did have a party, it was sad and really stupid and lame. This year <laughs> we're having a party at my house, and I went to a party last night, so I was Priscilla Presley last night. Tonight I'm going to be a vampire bat, but I only picked it because it's like a little jumpsuit thing that I can just zip up and like it's like an eating and drinking costume. <laughs> be real i think you should go as priscilla present day she showed okay she Wait, showed up she to a show no oh never mind she showed up disregard to a sh- i think show. you should go as elvis present day okay so last night when i was trying to get my hair all teased up i was like i'm gonna look more like elvis than I look like <laughs> priscilla. and i kind of almost did and then i thought maybe i should have just been elvis there was a girl dressed as it's elvis fun. but you know what she did she wore the dumb jumpsuit of i would course. not be old elvis i would be young elvis the fucking pompadour you want to be slick you want to be elvis in the army don't you no i don't <laughs> i like a man in uniform but not that one <laughs> not that one i'm gonna go as the one. colonel you would <laughs> I'm going to keep the Beatles out of this country. Keep them over there where they belong. Goddamn lying And you're going to steal money from me, so that will be... Yeah. Oh, you know who I would be is uh, Priscilla Presley's karate teacher oh. that she had an affair with. Hello. Okay. Anyway, uh, I love Halloween. I don't always dress up, but I just love everything about it. I have more Halloween decorations, I think, than any other holiday. My house is, like, totally decorated. You didn't even get to see it this year. I guess you got to see it last year. It doesn't change that much, but um, yeah. You know, speaking of decorations, mm. I was watching the Monday episode on YouTube, and I noticed Tony has decorations in his home. Oh. Inside and oh. it looks like he has a Halloween wreath on the door. Okay. And I, have, then I have two I, Halloween wreaths. And then I pictured him okay. decorating his apartment by himself. Like... <laughs> And I don't know why it was kind of funny and kind of sad at the same time. I picture him, like, shaking up a martini, (laughs) one, (laughs) pouring it. I hope it was a spooky martini. Yeah. It was a rainy day spooky martini. I'm going (laughs) to Elaine you right off of this bench. Uh, Just picturing that. You know the few times that he's gone live on Instagram where it's like, oh, Tony. Oh, the one time, yeah. (laughs) I think he made... Where he was was doing karaoke. Where it's like, Tony. (laughs) This is, like, what I'm afraid I'm going to do when I'm drunk. This is when I... I want to, like, when we meet these people and, like, we want to befriend them, I'm, this is, that's when I want them to reach out to me. <laughs> it's like, you could go live on Instagram doing or, karaoke by yourself or, three drinks in, in your living room. Or, or like, or, have a glass of Chardonnay you or could whatever call you're me. Yeah. I'll come over mm-hmm. and you can just spill the beans. Yes. And since I don't know these people, we'll play you'll a feel better. I'll feel Mexican great. Mexican train dominoes or whatever it's called. Excuse me? <laughs> I've heard of a Mexican train, but it don't got nothing to do with dominoes. I mean, don't you knock down a bunch? No. Well. Well. From head to... No. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. um, But Allison's family loves Halloween. And she went out and bought Halloween costumes. She did not say what she bought. She said she bought like three or four costumes. Did not say which one was what. Uh, She didn't ask what anybody was dressing up as. And that was kind of sad. It's because no one's dressing up. Mm, That's lame. She knows her crowd. True. Or her uh, friends People. there. Constituents. <laughs> yeah. So, Wendy's hatred of Allison's card shuffling tickles me. I love it when the, it comes up. I'm so fucking stupid. Why? How do you say train in Spanish? How do you say it in French? Tren. Same. Le, le tren. <laughs> you just tren. <laughs> I'm... This is how useless my brain is, Elizabeth. That With, your like that your people, native tongue eludes yes, you. I've forgotten it. I've forgotten Uh-oh. the most basic things. 
This is like a, a three-year-old's picture yes. book. Yes, it is. <laughs> Elliot probably knows what it is. Yeah. These kids. Hey, kids, what's train in Spanish? Not because they're Mexican, because everybody speaks Spanish here. Mm-hmm. My kids are taught Spanish. Run from Latrin. Where were is we? Is it masculine or fem- feminine? It's 2021, Elizabeth. You can't ask that. That's what I wanted to know. Are they going to have to change language? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So, speaking of taking a compliment, we talked about funerals and all of that, and Allison was saying... I kind of forgotten this about Allison, but she said she's very good at taking compliments. Do you? I think we already answered this question. Like, I don't take a compliment well. While I like to know people think nice things, I don't want to hear it. It feels weird. And it's not because I'm trying to be annoying to be like, oh, I want you to say it more and double down on the compliments. I just want it yeah. to deflect it and for it to go away. And, and I always make some sort of cutting remark about myself, disparaging all of the whole thing where it would be easier to shut it down. Yep. Just be like, thank you. You just say thank you. Yes. And then people yes. will move on. Yes. But instead when yes. you're like, eh, I hate myself, I'm going to say no. Yes. Or and then whatever. you're insulting the person that's giving yeah. you a compliment and then you're making it last longer. Yep. And I do it all the time. Exactly. Ugh, it's horrible. Just stop giving compliments already. Well, you already stopped. <laughs> I'll give you a compliment right oh, now. Jesus. <laughs> Your carbs stink. How about that? <laughs> complaint compliment same difference oh god you know what i i wish i was taller (laughs) 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 you wish you were a baller (laughs) have you seen me i kind (laughs) of not okay this whole improv where Allison, acted. look, he's doing another lap. Oh my god, the fuck he Biden really guy wants on the to Harley. fuck Biden on that chopper. Yeah, fucking ape hanging. Get the fuck out of here. Also, Joe Biden has like a '57 Corvette. You think he'd be friends with this guy? Eh, people can't get a, a, a above their own fucking nars. assholes. Yes, yeah. same dev. Their own chodes. They can't get their noses out of their own chodes. Uh, there was a little improv with with Wendy and um, Dave. And it was actually with Allison, too, because Allison accidentally said about buying socks for Wendy's husband. And then Wendy's like, oh, you guys are having an affair. So, like, turn into this whole joke that, like, how would she be having an affair with Daniel? And Wendy said she would be wearing a grass suit. (laughs) Like, their whole improv is so preposterous. But then I started thinking about the fact that there are ghillie suits. And then I pictured her in a ghillie suit. This needs to be something that... First of all, what a great Halloween costume. This is what she should be wearing. What a great long game joke for her to like show up to a Halloween party wearing a ghillie suit one time. Um, to be like, I'm going to sleep with your husband. <laughs> That's like the, the sending half of a rope to Tony like out of the blue. Like Six months later, she shows up to record in a ghillie suit. That'd be hilarious. If someone showed up to your house, Lisa, wearing a ghillie suit, I would think it, they were friends with the fuck Biden guy. Like, that seems like, if you own a ghillie suit, you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you own a ghillie well, suit? Well, I don't own one. What is today? Look, this guy has four oh, American God. flags on the bed of his Chevy Silverado. Because it's the Silverado. weekend. God forbid they go get a job, sir. Um, then they go around the circle. They feel like they're in a parade. I don't yeah. know. Wait, uh, so why do you own a ghillie suit? No, I don't. I do oh. have one in my house. 
So I do have if one you're on not my like, property. My husband hunts, so he it, yeah. I was gonna say, that. if you're not an army sniper, you shouldn't have a ghillie suit unless oh, you're hunting or something. Oh, I didn't let you know that I'm an army sniper. <laughs> um, <You're> a- <laughs> it's for hunting, but but oh my god, that's what I should wear to my party tonight. <gasps> the ghillie I, suit. I should just wear it and sit in the bushes, and then everyone <laughs> shows up to my party. They're like, "Where's Lisa?" <laughs> and then you hop out. Happy Halloween! Hippie. And I just give you a dirty look. <laughs> Yeah, you should do that. And then I get out my rubber snake and just yeah. try and scare people. Uh-huh. Okay. I like how we go deep into in- inside jokes that didn't happen yeah. on, on the show or anywhere else except for our conversation. Okay. Anyway, I like this whole scene. The improv was slightly funny, but like just this, the idea of it is funny. And um, I, w- I would like to send her my ghillie suit as... No? Okay. Mm-mm. What about a ghillie suit robe? <laughs> Combine the two. Okay. That just seems uncomfortable. I see a lot of shaking of heads over here. Okay. All right. I think that's it from Thursday. Do you want to talk about the JMOs from last week and this week? Yes. Did you have one that you liked from last week? You think I remember any of the JMOs? No. I thought you'd do your due, gil- due diligence. Okay. I didn't even re-listen to Thursday. Pete. Oh, I have a complaint about Thursday really quick. Sorry. Oh, good. I like this. This is even better. It was the Halloween episode. Yeah. And so we had the spooky intro from Daniel, yes. which I always love. And I forgot to mention it. I did write that. And this could be something that LK and Dr. J could do on their segment if I forgot it, but I didn't because you brought it up. Um, <laughs> and we had the spooky theme song or yes, whatever, yes. I think. And I, the JMO song. I might have skipped it. I'm used, was spooky. I forgot that I'm used to hearing... The spooky version from, because I had just listened to an old episode and it happened to be the Halloween one. Oh. So we had the spooky theme songs and then uh, Colonel Jeff will add in like scary sounds, like yeah. the screaming or whatever. And we didn't get sounds no, from we, aside from those things, we got no spook during this Thursday show. That is very true. So that was cool because it kind of set the mood. The intro was awesome. I was like, oh, this is going to be a nice spooky thing. Then we didn't get to hear costumes. We didn't get to hear what you're doing for Halloween. We didn't get to hear any kind of... Give us a ghost story. Throw us a goddamn bone here. Did you find a body? I don't know. Give me something. Yeah. Something I can use. Exactly. All right. JMOs. Pete. Respects the Beatles. Never listens to them or wants to listen to them. Fonts. Posts. Ugh. I think this was a dumb JMO, so let's just skip it. Okay. Megan. Leaves TV on to keep the dogs company, but specific shows. Um, Allison, uh, she lately been having trouble with I or Y, which I think after oh, she, and like happiness, as yeah. She worked it out that it was just always I, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, she's gonna do a bunch of jamos. She only did her one, and then uh, from Thursday, and then there was the three from last time. Fonset posts about Game of Thrones and uh, the movies. The idea of the movie seems antiquated. The idea of the, movies of seems the movies of um, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, and Sopranos. The ideas oh. of this as movies is, seems antiquated. I didn't really understand. Yeah, this person was saying that like nowadays, seeing a movie is not good because you can't get the full in depth story. You okay. need a whole ten season show to learn about Walter White or whatever. Okay. I thought that was pretty fucking stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Glad we talked more about it. Um, Megan's, I actually piggybacked on her JMO uh, about leaving on certain shows for her dogs. So I, well, when the cats were little, if they were home alone, 
I would per- turn on music. So I have Alexis in every room. So I'd turn on Bart. some radio station and I'd always say like, I wouldn't just play anything, but I would say play music that cats would like or play music that pets would like. And then they would just like play some music and who knows what happens when I left. But that is definitely something that I did. Um, sometimes if I, if I forgot to do that, I would put on like Mozart or something, something peaceful, calming, delicious. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I forget. What was the J-Mo you just said? It was Megan. She leaves oh. music on or shows okay. on specifically shows like friends, even though she's not a, fr- a fan um, of friends, she puts uh, shows on for her. I pets. would probably do this if I had a dog, but yeah. I wouldn't for a cat, which is interesting. I don't normally um, think about it for the cats. It was just when they were little and I had to leave them home alone. I guess I just felt like they were since they were babies, I was babying them more. But and also, I did enjoy the joke that they made about white noise, and they said that Friends is white noise. <laughs> um, and I thought it'd be funny to have a podcast named White Noise and just be like, ooh, just like white sitcoms. Yeah. Wow, that'd be great. Um, no, the <laughs> one I wanted to talk about was Pete's because he mentioned that, like, he knows the Beatles are great yeah, or whatever, but he, he never them, but he wants never, to listen yeah, to them or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel that way about a lot of stuff, like. It's like how your diet does not consist of like the best meal you've ever had mm, every day. Okay. You know, like yeah, you're not eating. That's true. What's the best breakfast I've ever had? Let me have that for breakfast. Let's have the best lunch I ever had. So you have filler like the Beatles. Yeah, there's <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm kidding, but yeah, I know you, what you just mean. listen to. You're not gonna have ca- caviar for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I just listen to whatever I like, and then, but it's not like sometimes it's not like great. I'm and just sometimes like, yeah, my just playlist, I'm like, I'm not in the mood for this, but... Yeah, exactly. Depends on the mood. True. But, but I maybe think, we need to make it a little bit better for ourselves. But I think he should uh, listen to some... What was the song he made fun of, of the Beatles? I forgot. I don't know, but my sometimes the algorithm of my playlist that I play at home, like the uh, station that I listen to... Or it's usually just an assortment of bands. Sometimes it hits heavy on Beatles. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Like, skip. I, I don't want to listen. I don't want to be fucking ass-rammed by the Beatles constantly. I, I think what Pete said, uh, he said something like when people who love the Beatles listen to the Beatles, they're not like, hey, let's play She Loves You. Right. They're like picking. And that's the same with like last night I saw the Elvis band. And I was like, oh, here we go with uh, Love Me Tender and uh, Hunk of Burn in Love. And while he did play a couple of the songs, for the most part, he played a lot of songs I had never even heard of. So I was like, oh, this is cool. A lot of B-sides. Or C-sides. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah. Is that a good place to end it so we can go sure. do our photo shoot? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at bff. Lisa Lauer. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? You can find me at rmcgs on Instagram. Ooh, are you going to do a challenge? No. Damn. For the second and last time, Lisa, I will not be doing any more you challenges. You mentioned you would again. Ever. No. I said maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's a maybe. And then, then don't, t- then, then don't the scold me, one, sir. After no, the last after the last one, one I said, no, a little birdie told me that you might. And then I corrected you and said, no, and I will not. And then you said, who told you that? Nope. <laughs>
<laughs> you have been saying that you've been wanting to do a week. I know. One, I'm going to do one, and you've been saying that I'm for gonna years. I'm going to do it for December. Done. Squat. I'm sorry. I should do it for no- oh November. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. I want to do December because I think there's going to be a lot more things to take pictures of and things people are doing. Oh, so I'm going to do one for December. Maybe I'll do one for right, November and December, but for it. sure I'm going to do one let's for December. See it. I need to finish the one you did in July first. Oh, <laughs> I, I still have July? one song, and I'm going to do it. I still have one song, and I and I already thought what I was going to do. So I'm going to put. I'm going to just finish it. Because like I said, I'm a completist. I can't just go out there willy-nilly with like an empty, unended, unfinished, you know, people give a shit. Anyway. All right. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you. And happy Halloween, you fucking Halloweeners. (laughs) Wait, Jesus Christ. Calm down. Happy Halloween. I love you. Or something. Trick or treat. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stop this. Get off the train. Dream girl from paradise, the sun and my moon, the stars in the sky. Always looking down from the swamp above. He's eating some flowers, but he's giving you love. They say it's gotta be that I set you free. And if it's true love, you'll return to me. Like the leaves in the trees, and the birds and the bees. In the breeze are the seeds of our fantasy. A little bread on your doorstep. <laughs>